Blog Talk Radio. guys, it's Colin coming to you live from Hermosa Beach, California, and uh, I'm glad to be back. I've been gone for a couple weeks on a little vacation, or actually it's a little getaway from my anniversary, and uh, so it seems like I feel like I've been gone from the show for a while, but it's been a couple weeks, and thought I'd come back and at least cover, cover a topic that um, I think needs to be covered this time of year, and it's about uh, holiday weight gain <clears throat> and how to kind of keep the... Uh, Battle of the Bulge at bay um, during the holidays. Uh, first, I want to do a sound check, mic check, to make sure you can hear me. Um, so do me a favor and just hit one on your uh, dial pad, and that should put your hand up. Let me know you can hear me okay. And then I can go ahead and thank you very much, and go ahead and push one again, put your hand down, and then we can go ahead and get into the show. Um, even though I'm scheduled for 90 minutes, it's probably going to be a shorter than uh, shorter show today because um, I got a lot to do since I got back from vacation and I'm actually kind of tired today. So, but I definitely wanted to come on and, and didn't want to miss another week and, and, and put this information out. Just give you some things to think about as you go into the you know Christmas season and holiday season, um, Passover season, whatever whatever holiday season it is for you. But just some things to think about as far as trying to maintain your weight. I know we have some brave souls that are actually dieting throughout the uh, holiday season. A lot of people are starting the AC diet. Um, you know, if you're really disciplined, I think it's, you know, it's great if you're, if you're wanting to lose the weight before the new year. Um, if you're not that disciplined, then it's all, I, my recommendation is to wait, prepare for the, to the protocol, get everything you need now, um, and prepare to come out of the gate uh, after the first year, um, mentally, physically, um, ready to drop the weight and go through your cycle. The, um, you know, trying to navigate the holidays, especially with so many parties coming up and, you know, office parties and, and family get-togethers and, you know, potlucks and what have you, it really, really is a challenging time um, to stay away from sweets and sugars. So it really could be difficult. So I want to give you some simple things that Janie and I do um, throughout the year and especially around the holiday season that may help you um, uh, trigger some things that may help you navigate the minefield as far as the holiday. And some of them are going to be very common sense, and some of them you may or may not have thought of before. But either way, my goal is to give you information and help you uh, get through the season, maintain your weight, and then come out of the, come out the new year um, uh, with your new HCG Body for Life and um, feeling empowered. Because I think you know people don't realize that during the holiday season, um, it's usually the, the largest portion of weight gain throughout the entire year. So people gain weight throughout the year, 
you know, but the, really the biggest impact is in the last three months of the year, um, especially the last two months of the year, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And people can put on anywhere from 10 to 25 pounds or more during this time, and they don't realize that the calorie overload to the body with the cocktails and the sweets and, the, and what have you on a daily basis and weekly basis throughout the holidays really puts a toll on your body and its ability to try and, and fight off that fat. It just stores it, and lo and behold, you, you start to begin the year feeling <clears throat> worse than you felt throughout the entire year. Um, and so I don't think that you should put on 10 or 15 or 20 pounds in order to you know, go ahead and lose that weight on top of whatever else you need to lose. And um, sometimes that can be discouraging. So my goal is to help you maintain whatever weight you are now, still enjoy the holidays. Uh, there's no None of the tips I'm going to give you is going to actually inhibit you from eating anything that you love. It's just going to you know, be thoughts, to, you know, ways to go about it that maybe um, may help minimize the actual weight gain throughout that season. So let me uh, go ahead and just get started. One of the things that people – um, tend to do, and I, and I, and I say that because I, I used to think this way for a very long time, but knowing that I had an event to go to um, that was going to be either a party-type atmosphere, um, and I knew I'd be having cocktails and eating and dining, I would actually kind of semi-fast throughout the day, thinking that I would just have plenty of room for these calories at the end of, at the, end of the day. Um, and really that worked out to be to my disadvantage. What happens whenever you um, kind of you know, uh, restrict yourself from food throughout the day and you walk into especially a party-type atmosphere, um, you have less control over your hunger, you have less control over what you what you can put in your mouth, and you, you start grabbing whatever is brought to you. And a lot of times in the party setting, you have the hors d'oeuvres and the little, you know, the little treats, and then they have the desserts and all that kind of stuff. And it's a lot of finger foods, which are usually high, you know, highly caloric foods, and then you have your cocktails on top of that. So it's really kind of best to go about your day. The best remedy is to go about your day in a normal way and actually eat all the meals you would normally eat. Have breakfast, have your snack, have lunch, um, eat throughout the day, and even have a nice, healthy snack before you even leave for the party. Um, because going to an, you know, into an environment like that where you're full or you're satisfied, you're in a lot more control. You're under a lot less. You're, you reduce your stress level of being around these foods, and you're actually able to make better choices. I'm sure you know, like going to Costco or going <laughs> going to the grocery store hungry is a huge mistake because you end up grabbing foods that you really don't normally wouldn't buy, but because your 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 brain is triggered that you want something, you end up throwing things into the basket, or eating things, especially at Costco where they have little finger foods to taste. Um, you end up eating things you really don't want to eat. So the best thing, that, the first and foremost thing to do is is to um, plan your event as if it's a normal day and consume foods you would normally consume uh, throughout the day, and um, and prepare it for the diet, prepare for the party as if it's just another another event. But you you're not counting on the food. You're not looking forward to the food as the uh, as the event. The event is socializing or spending time with friends and family, and the food happens to be um, just a, a a part of that evening. Another recommendation that I live by is during the holiday season, or actually every day, you should be weighing yourself. Um, regardless if you're on diet or off the diet, weighing yourself every morning keeps you conscious about the events that, that transpired the day before. It lets you know how your eating habits or, or your exercise regimen affected your body the day before. Just waking up in the morning and seeing that number, um, and I know a lot of people are 
you know, are afraid of looking at a number on the scale. They don't want to see it. They think that they're going to send their day into a tailspin. Um, but if you think about it, if you condition yourself that it's just information and you use it as information, it can be a very powerful tool um, to let you know how you're doing. Um, the biggest mistake most people make, and the people that I coach on a daily basis, and the stories are always the same. You know, I don't know where the extra 10 pounds came from. You know, I kind of just didn't want to see what the scale was. I kind of knew I was gaining weight, but I really had no clue how much. Um, I tell you, trying to eyeball, um, you know, your weight gain or, or, or measure it through how your clothes are fitting is really uh, an inaccurate way of doing it. Um, take measurements, uh, measurements and the scale is, I think measurements are the first at the most effective um, throughout the year, but especially throughout the holiday. And the scale is the easiest way to get a barometer of how you're doing. Um, most people put on a lot of weight and usually beyond the 10-pound mark before they even notice that there's a, there's a difference in, this, in the, the way the clothes fit, especially if you've done this uh, AC diet protocol in the past, um, weight gain does not come back the same way it does on conventional diets. You can literally put on anywhere up to 20 pounds and your clothes will still fit the same because of the fact that the way the fat's being distributed back into your body, it's being distributed evenly. And so it's not just showing up in one particular place like your belly or your hips or your buttocks. And so you really won't notice the tightening of the clothes until all of a sudden you've gone too far and then all of a sudden the, if the problem areas you had in the past will start showing the pressure and the tightness and the uncomfortable. And almost it's like a, a light switch flips overnight and you go, well, how did I gain this weight overnight? And um, it's not overnight. You've actually been gaining it for months. So by you being conscious and weighing yourself every day and kind of getting an idea of what you're doing, even if your body fluctuates and you'll, you'll, you can see a you know, three or four pound gain on any given day depending on what you ate, just realize it's information. A lot of times when you have a huge fluctuation like that, it's water weight. It will balance itself out. But closing your eyes and hiding your head in the sand is definitely not a way you want to navigate the holiday season, especially if you're going to be an active person um, doing a lot of uh, business you know, uh, social events or uh, family social events. Weigh yourself every day. That way you'll stay conscious about what's going on with your body. Uh, one of the next things you want to do is if you're going to have uh, a big eating day ahead of time, then you want to, like I said before, uh, you know, know that's coming, but also put in some time in the gym or put in some time in the exercise time in. And actually there's going to be there's a new study coming out that I think is going to get a lot of buzz. I know that uh, they're promoting something through the Dr. Oz show, but it also was written in a book by Tim Ferriss, The 4-Hour Body, where they're really starting to find some scientific proof about doing short burst exercises before eating meals and how this can actually trigger your body to use that use the food you want to eat within the next 30 minutes as fuel, regardless of what that food is. Um, so not only are you putting in some time in the gym earlier in the day, if you have a treadmill or you go to the gym, do your cardio workout early in the morning. It will keep your metabolism going throughout the day. But also, you know, think of the 90-second rule. Doing 90 seconds of really um, short workouts like air squats, which is basically doing squats, in the, you know, without any weight on your shoulders. Um, doing I call I call the uh, the bath the bathroom countertop push-ups. It may sound silly to you, and it may sound ridiculous, but there, there's more and more evidence coming out that these little, as little as 90 seconds of a quick little cardio type um, exercise, you know, uh, utilizing the larger muscle groups like the 
the, the lower body, the, the, the buttocks, the thighs, the quads, the hamstrings, will actually allow your body to take the food in within the, that you can eat within the next 30 to 45 minutes and actually use it as its fuel and not store it as fat. And what would that look like if you actually spent 90 seconds three or four times a day um, before you ate your meals and literally went through the holiday season and lost weight. And, it, and, and I'm saying that there's really going to be a lot of information coming out. So you could say you heard it here first, but this is like going to be the new hottest thing that's going to be hitting the market about this information about utilizing um, short burst exercises. Um, and we're talking as little as 90 seconds. We're not talking about 5, 20 minutes, you know, 16 minutes. We're talking about 90 seconds um, before each meal throughout the day that can really help you um, use that, utilize that food as energy, as an energy source and as fuel. So keep that in mind. That uh, keep in mind air squats in the bathroom, <laughs> you know, before you eat or before you, you know, before you go downstairs if you're in a hotel uh, for a restaurant, you know, do a little, do 90 seconds of uh, some, some little exercises, and you may see some huge benefit from that come uh, the, the beginning of the year. Also, when you're out uh, in the, the party scene, choosing fats over carbs can make a huge difference in the way you balance out your food. Now, um, you know, it's kind of a hard and fast rule that people don't realize that uh, you're going to be – a lot of food's going to be thrown at you, and, and a lot, you know, the holiday season is all about desserts and sweets and what have you. But usually a lot of times you'll see that they bring out the cheese plates and the dairy, the dairy products and the things that, uh, you know, that are higher in fat. Actually, choosing the fats over the carbs. I mean, choosing the cheese over the, the cheese and fruit over the breads and cookies and crackers will actually make a huge difference in your not only your calorie intake but how your body metabolizes the food. So, by making the, the choices of the foods you have at, at your disposal at these different events, um, if you look to, look at the look towards the fats and try to minimize the carbs you'll also find yourself um, not gaining as much weight throughout the holidays. Another really um, uh, good thing you can do is to eat your proteins and vegetables first. So if you visualize yourself at a party and they have the spread out there and they have the ham and the turkey and they have the vegetables and the salad and they also have the sweet potatoes and all the, all the, the starchy stuff, Start off your first portion, if you will, uh, the majority of your portion. Start off with the turkey and the ham and the vegetables. Eat that. Wait about 20 minutes. And a lot of people don't realize that it takes 20 minutes for your brain to signal to your body that you're actually full. And that, and obviously, protein and vegetables do not store as fat. It's very difficult for them to store as fat, and they actually are burned as fuel um, immediately when the body takes it in. So by you enjoying the, the lean proteins and vegetables first, um, and then and, and, and waiting that 20 minutes or taking that time to eat those meals, when you go back for your second meal, you can have the sweet potatoes and all the other stuff in front of you, but you'll notice that your appetite is, is completely, it's, it's been minimized tremendously. You'll only eat a small portion of those other foods, and you still would have been able to have, you know, a melody of those dishes without feeling like you deprive yourself. So just by front-loading your meal with the vegetables and the lean proteins first and then moving to the starches, you can still have the best of everything but still keep still make healthier choices. Uh, let's see what else we can do. Um, limit uh, one a day. Some people um, want to deprive themselves and really white knuckle it through the holidays. And really, if you, if you, I'm sure you've heard before that it is not. It's moderation is really the the key to balance in, in, in anyone's lifestyle. It's not about depriving yourself from everything. And so, really, if you kind of just tell yourself, okay, I'm going to have one source of, um, you know, 
holiday treat throughout, you know, one a day throughout the holiday, that one will actually curb curb your need to, you know, be gluttonous on, on you know, eating two, three, four, five, six, seven cookies. Just if you decide to have one every, you know, every day or if you see something that, you know, at an event or you're at work and they have the holiday stuff out, just grab one and treat yourself to that one. By having one a day and allowing yourself to have these these um, these indulgences without guilt and without beating yourself up from it, you'll actually minimize how much you eat, um, and you'll be surprised that the guilty feelings and and beating yourself up and and kind of talking to yourself in a negative way because you've made food choices that may not be the best for you actually promote you doing more of the same. So by giving yourself permission to have simply one of whatever it is you're going to have, um, get in the habit of limiting yourself to one, you can actually have a lifestyle where you enjoy some of the foods you love but not overindulging it. We're in a society where we overindulge in, in most things, and that's where we come into having a problem. It doesn't matter if it's alcohol or food or drugs or whatever the case may be. It seems like, you know, having one is simple enough, but doing it, multiple times or overdoing it, having multiple drinks, multiple cocktails, or multiple everything, what seems to be what causes the problem. So just limit yourself to one. Um, always plan ahead. You know, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Never go to a party hungry. Uh, literally, this is, you know, repeating this because it's, it's a mistake that people make very often. Um, you know, thinking that they're going to, you know, lighten throughout the day and then load up at night. Really, if, if you want to... Um, kind of have the best fat-burning um, metabolism, if you will, actually doing in reverse, eating eating your heavier dishes early in the day and having your lighter dishes at the end of the day really allows your body to use that fuel as you're more active you are throughout the day. And during the evening time, allows it to shut down and not have to worry about processing carbs and sugars. So if you want to have the higher end, if you want to have the pancakes and eggs and breakfast, you're better off doing that than having the sweets and the cakes and the dessert at night at, after dinner. So if you think about it before you go out to, you know, throughout your holiday uh, plans or your party or whatever the case may be, try and, and indulge earlier in the day and leave the evening for the healthier eating choices. That way you still, once again, didn't feel like you deprived yourself of anything. Um, however, you still were maintaining your waistline. And so this whole conversation is about being conscious, saying yes to yourself, but not overdoing it. And then I think that if you adopt this type of philosophy, um, it not only will it na- help you navigate the holiday season, but it, ha- it helps you navigate life in general when it comes to food. Um, you know, people trying to always deprive themselves of certain things and try to white-knuckle it through it, and then they end up having these binges, if you will. It's because they really have no boundaries. They have no, no limits, so they try to just stop everything. And unfortunately, you know, holding back the dam doesn't always work. So, let it, you know, let a little water through once in a while, and you'll be okay. Uh, let's see what else we have here. <sighs> so, if you go into a potluck, and you're if you go into a potluck or something like that, then bring one of your healthier choices of dishes with you, so you know that you have a healthy choice at a party. Now, Jane and I have done this 
a lot, especially when it comes to holiday desserts. Because she's really good at making desserts that have no sugar in them, that are decadent, that taste really good, we know that come the end of the evening that we can actually indulge, like in our peanut butter chocolate crunch, we call it the Crave Buster Crunch. And the thing is, like, hugely decadent. And, and we know that we can indulge in that completely guilt-free because even though it's high in calories, it has no sugar or starch in it and nothing, nothing really but healthy, you know, cocoa and, and, and you know, coconut oil and peanut butter and, and um, I don't know what else she puts in it, and uh, uh, oat groats. I mean, it's really kind of simple, but it's all healthy, um, type raw type foods, but it's really good, but we don't have to worry about the refined sugars. So if you have a dessert that you like that you can make on the healthier side and you bring it, you always know that there's something there that you can, you can enjoy and you're not left to whatever ends up being in front of you. And that's kind of where we end up in trouble because we, we never know what to expect and we try to make the best of, you know, the, you know what you said, the, the, what's the worst of two evils. Um, but if you actually come prepared by being, you know, having your own dish there, then you know that, you, that at least there's something there you can eat. Because there's always, always going to be a salad or some kind of protein choice or vegetable choice that you can actually choose. And it's always okay to have a little bit of something, but if you can bring your, your something with you, that'll make it easier. Um, you'll feel, and it's really about feeling more in control and more at ease being in, the, in that environment. Uh, people don't realize that how much stress plays a role in weight gain and in overeating and in compulsive eating. And if you can minimize your stress by being prepared, um, you'll actually do a lot better throughout the season, the holiday season. And uh, usually when people feel like they have choices and that, they, that they're in control of the situation, the stress level drops. Your cortisol levels drop. That means your insulin levels drop. That means your body's not producing insulin to, to try and fight off sugars. And you really end up being overall healthier, but you actually have less belly fat and less body fat. All right, what else we got? Small plates. You know, and we're, we're probably one of the only societies that really use oversized dishes for portions. I mean, the 12-inch round plate is not, a common, is not a common thing in other parts of the world. Believe it or not, what we use as a salad plate is usually the eight-round-inch plate is usually the normal-sized portion plate in most parts of the world, especially in Europe and Asia. Um, where they don't have as much of an obesity problem as we do in, in the West. There's a reason for that. And if you kind of think about that and you look to choose a smaller plate, you realize you can't pile so much food on a, on a smaller plate. You'll take smaller portions. By the time you're done with that, your brain will register. You're really already comfortable or, or full, and you won't overeat. Um, I know a lot of us as kids were taught to eat everything on our plate, which I really think was probably the beginning of the obesity epidemic for, for us baby boomers. You know, you've got to eat everything in front of you. Um, but, you know, starting with a smaller, smaller plate um, will actually make it easier for you to eat less and actually be in control of what you're, what you're putting into your body. Also, how you position or actually how you load the food on your plate can make a huge difference as well. And so what we recommend is that you put basically half of your, so half of your plate with your salad and vegetables, one quarter with the meat portion or whatever that's going to be, and then another quarter with your starches. So if you load up on the vegetables, you have a quarter for meat and a quarter for starches. And I know this sounds very strategic and <clears throat> maybe too labor-intensive for some of you, but you know, even if a few of these tips stick in your, in your head while you're in that environment and it comes back to you and kind of go, oh, you know what, this wasn't something we could do, I really think it's going to help you because overall if you end up, you know, in the new year, weighing close to what you weigh today, 
um, that is a huge, huge triumph. I mean, that is really huge, uh, something that you probably have never done before because most people never really weigh themselves before the holiday, and they just know they feel heavier and their clothes don't fit after the holiday, but they really are unconscious about how much weight they actually gained. And if you, and, and if you really knew how much potential weight you could gain through this time, you'd probably want to be more conscious. Well, we're just going to give you some tools that, that may pop into your head while you're, in the, when you're under siege in some of these uh, holiday events. So um, plate size, so when you're looking at the plate size, go for the smaller uh, salad plate versus the big 12-inch round plate instead of piling it up. Uh, position your salads and vegetables and then your lean protein and the starches on your plate. Being the, the more green your plate is, the better off you're going to feel and the more filling and more full you're going to get. And just, just think about it, that if you end a, a day of eating and you're gassy and you're bloated, that means usually the food combinations you chose probably weren't the best for you, and um, it was probably more had a lot more starch or refined sugar in it than you wanted. Um, a lot of things turn into sugar. People don't realize that you know pasta, anything white, pasta, flour, bread, um, potatoes, starches turn into sugar in our body, and our, and our pancreas still has to work overtime to try and break that down. We have to secrete insulin to try and break that down, and that still causes a lot of fat cells to just be exploding in our body. Um, so if you think in the in the if you think green, brown instead of white, um, it'll make it easier for you to color code your plate and uh, actually make it easier on your digestive system. So I hope visually, I'm a visual person, so hopefully I describe things visually so you'll kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. Um, let's see, avoid the sauces. Uh, you know, avoid the sauces made from the creams and the half and half and the meat drip, you know, meat drippings, you know, the au jus. Um, for salad dressings, use oil and vinegar, um, low-fat dressings, or better yet, even dip the salad in the dressing versus pour the dressing on the salad. And that's an old trick. That I'm sure a lot of you guys have used, and it's one that my wife use, uses religiously. She does not pour salad dressing onto her salad. She has a salad dressing on the side, and she basically dips her salad, her bite of salad, into the dressing. You control how much dressing is on the salad. It tastes the same, um, and then it's not actually overly, overly soggy or you didn't pour too much on it. And it's really a great habit just to get into doing. And a lot of people just don't think about it because we kind of just psychologically see people, you, you get the salad dressing, they pour it on top of it, they mix it in for you. Um, you realize you need a lot less dressing to toss a salad than what comes with the, comes with the salad. And uh, if you either toss it yourself by utilizing a little bit at a time or by dipping your salad, vice versa, into the dressing, it makes a huge difference in the calories you're taking in, but also, um, you know, as far as your overall food combinations, it's going to make it a lot easier on you. So um, as far as the sauces are concerned, you know every time you see a sauce, a cream sauce or butter sauce, or it's, it means high calorie. It means probably flour. It probably means sugar. It probably, you know, I know they all taste good, um, but a lot of times the meats, the dishes you have taste great, and they don't really need the sauces, but we're just used to bearing, you know, using the sauce because the sauce is there. You know, mashed potatoes and gravy because the gravy is there. Um, even a little bit of it is fine, but just remember, just we're talking about moderation, not elimination. So, uh, if you can, if you're a person that that has a hard time with moder moderate uh, moderation, then um, try to avoid some of those sauces. Okay. Um, desserts. Desserts can be a little bit tricky, but 
sometimes the best calorie, the best low calorie desserts that you can choose if you have a choice um, are obviously fruit and jello and pudding, unfrosted mini mu- uh, muffins, shortbread cookies, ginger snaps, angel food cake. Um, you know, these are the things without the frostings on them. These will be these are your better choices if you have a sweet tooth and you want to take in some of those some of those choices. Um, obviously, if you have the frosting, the buttercreams, and the cream cheese and the chocolate chips, then limit yourself to one. Like I said, give yourself permission to have it. Go ahead and indulge in it. Take one. Go back. Sit down. Um, and then, if you must have another, then you can think about it and go ahead and make that choice. But usually, um, our food um, problems come from either putting too much in front of us that we really don't want. And how many times have you been stuffed and you go, I'll just have one more bite and then you're just miserable. But if you have to get up and walk over to the kitchen or walk over to the table and, and, and get it, there's a, there's a huge chance you're probably just going to let it pass and push the, table, push the plate away and, and call it a day. So by going, having to force yourself to go back and get more um, is a way to minimize the fact of how much you're actually taking in. Um, watch the drinking. I mean, people don't realize how much of your cal- daily calorie intake is taken in through liquid, not food, especially during the holiday season, cocktails, the eggnog, huge calorie, um, you know, drink here. So if you're going to have cal- if you're going to have spirits, choose the wines, um, you know, the grain alcohols. Um, Janie and I are one of our, our drinks are vodka and fresh-squeezed grapefruit juice with stevia. You basically, it's a you know, hundred calorie drink, but it's got no sugar. I mean, the calories come from the alcohol. Um, you know, fifty calories for the vodka, and then fifty calories for the grapefruit juice. But it really is actually a healthier choice. Uh, <laughs> but staying away from the eggnogs and the margaritas and the mixed drinks, but the um, the sugary soft drinks, huge calories. I'm telling you that I've I probably have had maybe three or four margaritas in the last three years. Um, once I realized that a margarita had 1,300 calories in it. I had no clue that one margarita, and we used to have pictures of margaritas over here at the Mexican restaurant by our house, um, pictures of Cadillac margaritas. So God forbid, I have no clue how much those are. But a margarita by itself is 1,300 calories. So if you could imagine that a lot of the mixed drinks are very high in calorie, anywhere from five, six, seven, nine hundred calories, a thousand calories. So if you're thinking about having a you know a normal day of eating, then you're going to a holiday party, you're having the drink, you're having you know two or three drinks, you're having the desserts, you're having a five, six, seven thousand calorie day, um, a lot of that's being uh, you know loaded up at the end of the day. There's really no way your body can process those calories, and it's going to store that as fat. So if you're conscious about this and you're aware of exactly what's going uh, going in your body and how many calories your body's actually being overloaded with, it may give you some pause and just realize either change your cocktail of choice or minimize your cocktail you're drinking to one or two. Obviously, the holiday season. We don't, you know, drink, drinking and driving is a really big problem. So obviously, minimizing would be the best choice, um, or switching up your alcohol or having a designated driver. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but when it comes, I'm talking about calories right now. Choose your cocktails wisely and, and count how many you're having because you get you get unconscious here and you kind of forget that a lot of those calories you're taking in are from the liquids you're drinking. So keep that in mind. Um, you know. Stay social. I mean, how many times have you been at a ta- dinner table having a conversation and you look up and your plate still has food, you know, 
three quarters of it full, and everyone else has been eating or whatever. You know, if you're if you're at a party to socialize, socialize. Socializing can actually save you tons of calories, and uh, and 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 really kind of minimize your calorie intake. Also, not socializing in front of where the food is sitting is also a, 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 a huge clue to so you won't be picking and eating at the same time. Um, so. It's okay to run your mouth because that means you'll be eating less. Um, and if you want to run your mouth, try to do it away from where they have all the, the food um, sitting. And let's see. Also, um, learn how to politely say no. I mean, it's it's okay to say no, especially if you have indulged in some of the foods. People kind of have a tendency to, to feel like they're forced to eat foods because the people are keep putting them in front of them, or they keep coming around with an hors d'oeuvre tray, or they keep coming around with another. Oh, and this is the new one. You haven't tried this before. It is okay to say no. And once you get in, the, once you start doing it a couple times, it actually becomes more comfortable. You, you know, you can use things like you know, places you know, I, I, things have been everything was wonderful. I've had enough, or everything was delicious, but I'm really good. Right Right now, I couldn't eat another bite. Uh, everything tasted wonderful. Thank you. Using those lines, people pretty much will just kind of realize that you're done and and you're okay. It's okay to have boundaries in a social environment, um, and people really have a hard time saying no. So I'm letting you know that it's okay to say no and just be polite about it. And usually, you'll find other people will will stop coming to you with with food dishes. Um, and that's pretty much my list of uh, things to, to help you navigate the holiday. I told you it wasn't going to be very long, um, but it definitely, um, I think, has some, has some punch to it. So really I just want people to kind of really be conscious about the holiday season because I, I deal with a lot of people. I mean, I, I did a video, I think, last year or the year before talking about New Year's resolutions and, and, and that when I looked up the definition of New Year's resolution, it would really kind of, shocking because it you know my understanding was that you 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 plan to to make a huge change in life if it's go to the gym or lose weight or get a better job or make more money or whatever the case may be and that's kind of like you're setting goals for the new years but really new year's resolution by definition means to resolve again which kind of was pretty depressing which means that you're it's it's, it's almost what it does, you end up coming back the next year to resolve the same thing you wanted to resolve before. Um, so I don't want people to be, I don't want you to set New Year's resolutions when it comes to your weight loss goals. You know, I don't want you to be resolving again next year in 2012 the same 20, 30, 40, 50, or 100 pounds you were trying to resolve and deal with this year. We know we have a successful plan for you to get rid of the weight. We know that it, it will work 98% of the time for most people, and that it's all about getting yourself prepared mentally, physically, and emotionally to make that change in your life and accept that change in your life and live that change in your life. And so what we're talking about going through the holiday season and being conscious and enjoying the holiday season, not having to white-knuckle it or fight yourself or even diet through it, um, uh, but to just really kind of pay attention and make choices that once once you come out of the holiday season and you can really be empowered, and with that kind of empowerment, you really can take on the, the HD diet protocol and really make a change in your life, make a shift in your life. And that's kind of how I'm looking at this whole uh, conversation today as preparing for the new year, but not resolving again uh, the same weight, um, the, uh, the same weight loss issues or that you that you dealt with here in 2011. So 
I'm not really talking about resolutions, given now that you now you may know the definition now, <laughs> and you realize that uh, it's not as empowering as it seems. So you can use another word for that. But I want you to look upon 2012 as it comes in as the year that you are going to create, you know, recreate or create your the best self or the best you you can be, and that that is help being healthy, being the the best the perfect body weight for yourself, and to and that will catapult you the rest of your life. Um, and bring it into alignment and make everything congruent. I really believe that when you're emotionally, physically, spiritually congruent, that everything in your life seems to come together. Um, it's just the energy you exude. People seem to want to give you more. They want to promote you more. They want to help you more. Um, and and it's because, really, because you you're, you feel more in balance with yourself and you're exuding an energy that people want to be around. So that's all I got for you today, guys. Um, I'm you know, going to open up the line if you guys have any questions or, or, or statements or comments you want to make. And then if not, then we'll, we'll call it a day and we'll, we'll see what I can come up with for next week. Uh, but hopefully I, I hope that this information was helpful for you. And once again, that this show is um, podcasted so you can get it on iTunes. You can play it back and, and take notes of these. I will actually – I have these written down, so I will, I will post them on my website and my blog section. I'll clean them up a little bit and post them there probably tomorrow or Friday um, so you can either print them out or, or take a look at them in the written form. Uh, I know I kind of went through them kind of fast, but uh, I definitely want you to – have access to these tips and tricks that we use that seem to be really beneficial. And one of them, I tell you, I live by without fail is the daily weighing myself every single morning. And it's just information. I don't freak out. I don't, I kind of go, oh, wow, okay, that's what sushi does. Okay, well, oh, wow, well, that's what this does. And, and oh, wow, that doesn't do anything. And sometimes you'll be surprised that you can have, have what's considered a pretty um, high-calorie decadent day and, 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 and realize the scale doesn't respond at all based on the kind of foods that you're eating, um, which is one one thing I think is really cool about the way we've gone about this protocol, because once you really know um, what food combinations work with your body, you'd be surprised at what you can get away with and eat and, and really not see any weight gain. So it's just information, guys, and uh, if, you, if you stay conscious and you stay present, you'll never have a weight problem again in your life. It's usually when you close your eyes and you go unconscious is when the weight just starts to pile on and pile on and pile on or it won't come off. Losing the weight is about being conscious as well. It's like putting, you know, one day one day at a time together, following the protocol, it comes off like nobody's business and it's very easy to maintain once you stay present. I think the most difficult part of maintaining your weight is staying present because we want to we tend to have a tendency to want to just close our eyes and go back to um, just let's just see what happens until it gets so far off that we can't deal with it and then we really put our head in the sand. And then that doesn't work. So I'm trying to give you some new ways of going about it. So if anybody has any questions or comments, you can press 1 on your phone. That will put your hand up. I'll call on you. can set your name where you're calling from, and we can see what we can do about your questions. And if not, we will talk again next week. So any comments or questions? Who is a brave person? Usually right before I get ready, okay, okay, no other questions. We're going to go ahead and close the show. All the hands pop up. And actually, you know, the, the switchboard today is not as packed as it normally is, so it's kind of interesting that this particular topic, which I think is hugely important, didn't bring it, didn't draw a huge crowd today. But hopefully, they'll get it on podcast and they'll and they'll listen to it on Facebook and what have you. But I really think it's important because nothing's more depressing than, than going into the new year just feeling bloated and, and huge um, because you just checked out for the holiday season. 
Uh, and it happens very often. So I really think that this, as casual as I'm going about this conversation, it's hugely important um, because how you feel emotionally um, will definitely make a difference in how well you do on this protocol um, coming the new year. And for those of you guys that are navigating it right now, I completely commend you. It's absolutely possible. You just want, you just really need to be on your game, and you will need to um, uh, create some some DBO. You will need to kind of say no to some of these holiday events if you really feel like you don't have uh, the sticking power. So I have a caller here, three one zero six eight six. Hands up. You're on the air. Hi, Colin. My name is Ken. How are you today? Hey, Ken. How are you? Uh, I don't know if you remember me, but I'm from Torrance, California, and I talked to you about September 15th, and I got on your protocol. Yeah. Uh, since then, I've actually lost 43 pounds, so I'm wow. completely happy with everything that you've uh, instructed me to do. But I, in the last two weeks, I've had a little difficulty with, like you said, eating kind of out of uh, anniversary, birthday, Thanksgiving. So I'm just now jumping back onto the protocol. Okay. So I just want to let you know how happy I am with the uh, all the insight you've given me and just so everybody else wants to know about it, that it works. And uh, I'm kind of like just jumping back on my first two days of binging right now and uh, it's not very comfortable, I'll tell you. But <laughs> Yeah, it's like so I said, <laughs> I, uh it's, it's amazing. That was gorgeous. I days talked to you last. I was getting, I kind of jumped on it without really knowing all the information I needed to know. So but I still lost 43 pounds. I wasn't aware right. about not using shampoo and all that kind of stuff and this and that. So I did it kind of like the hard way. So, But it still worked. Yeah. So I just wanted to know that uh, I've already recommended a few people to give it a shot. And uh, everything you said was true so far. Now it's just like I said, within the last week, I still, I actually got below 300 pounds for the first time in probably like several years. So. Uh, right wow, now I'm at 298, but that's I was 341. So, and I, but I think my my problem was too. I wasn't seeing much change in the scale because I go to the gym every day and I play a lot of racquetball. So some days right. I thought it might be smart to go to the gym twice a day because I have all that time on my hands. But it seems like the more I did, the worse it would be. So it's like that's opposite way of water thinking, weight, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's a pretty strenuous exercise. You were you were retaining water, but you still were losing inches, and that's why, especially for the fellas. I tell you guys that it's just as important for you guys to do measurements as it is for the ladies. It seems like the guys are really resistant to doing measurements. For some reason, they think, well, I don't want to, I don't care what my chest is, I don't care what my waist is, I don't care what my thighs are. But it's really important because, if, especially if you're athletic like that and you're and you're playing, you know, playing racquetball that rough, you are going to hold on to water weight, which psychologically the scale can kind of mess you up. But if you're doing those measurements every week and you realize you've lost. 20 inches and 12 inches. I mean, that's that that kind of gets you back on track to realize you you're still moving in the right direction. So, well, I had to go to. I put a pair of pants on the other day, and I got I had to go to court for some reason, and uh, I couldn't even keep them up. I didn't have a belt. I was just like kind of holding my pants with my hand, you know. So it's kind of a great feeling. <laughs> but uh, uh, good, like I said, I'm cool. just. I'm jumping back on the on the wagon. I, I used to go to Lindor, I think I told you before. So I go there right. for free now because I already paid for one of their things that went back in '09. So I, they weigh me in almost every day for free, and I get my my blood pressure taken for free. So I take advantage of them now instead of them taking advantage of me before when I was paying that money before. So they right. think they're pretty much I'm um, sticking to their diet plan, but I didn't tell them what I was doing because I don't want to hear their any you know their. Uh, their opinion on what I'm doing, but they're telling me how remarkable they did this and that. So, like I said, they think I'm following their guidelines to the T, but I don't tell them what I'm doing. So, 
How's your flip? So I get the benefit of weighing in there on the on the electric scale almost every day, if not every other day. So, like I said, my goal now is never to go above 300 pounds again, and uh, my next goal is 275, and then I'm going to go to 250. I'm just taking it in little chunks at a time now, you know. But the, like I said, getting back onto it right now after a couple of days of kind of just being kind of like not as strict as I was, it's kind of like a difficult day again, you know what I mean? Right. Quick question. Um, did you, have you seen improvement in your blood pressure since you've been checking it? Well, I don't take my blood pressure pill every day like I did. And the last time I had her checked was, uh, today, I think it was Monday I was in there. It was like 117 over 79 or something like that. So wow. and that was like, without taking my pill. So I, like I said, I have no complaints whatsoever. I just, I wish I would have known exactly what to do in the beginning. I didn't know. I, I still don't know what the baby oil. You told me to get baby oil. I'm not, sure, not really sure what that's for still yet. Mineral oil, yeah. Mineral oil, because mineral oil, um, it, the, the, the molecules are too large to actually absorb into the skin. Therefore, there's no effect. You don't get any effect from it going underneath the skin. So you can actually still get the benefit of the moisture from the baby oil, but it doesn't have to actually penetrate the skin like lotion does. Um, and then for some people, they're sensitive. A lot of people aren't sensitive to the lotions, and it's really not a big deal. But you don't know until you know. So we always say err on the side of caution. But good job, brother. I appreciate you uh, checking in um, and just stick to the plan, man. It's working for you. And uh, breaking the, into the three, under 300 is huge, man. Don't even minimize that. That's a big That's a big thing. So good job. Well, I appreciate it. Like I said, and this is the first time I actually listened to your radio show, so I'm going to put it on my little uh, calendar from now on, too. But like I said, I appreciate everything you've done. And if I have any more questions, hopefully I can give you a call. And uh, I recommend it to a few people and uh, keep up the good work, okay? Thanks, man. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Yeah, that's um, cool news about the um, blood pressure. A lot of people don't realize that the the blood pressure and cholesterol um, levels on while you're on ACG really get a lot of benefit because ACG happens to actually um, put cholesterol on the move. It actually breaks it loose and 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 has it free-flowing through the bloodstream, which actually um, will actually lower the blood pressure. And many people, after they do this protocol, no longer, like I did, no longer have to be on blood pressure medication. And for me, that was probably one of the hugest aspects of this diet. I mean, forget about you know the six and the six-pack and the looking great and feeling great. For me, being dependent, literally dependent on blood pressure medication for almost 19 years and would go into a panic if I ran out of my pills, I'd flip out and I would just, I knew how high my blood pressure would get. And just being controlled by that freaking drug or having to take that drug every day of my life since I was freaking almost 20 years old was, uh, was like one of the biggest uh, things that just liberated me from not having to worry about that. And so I know that, that there's a huge lot of benefit that comes from this protocol, not just in weight and inches alone, but uh, in, in improved health and getting off prescription drugs is, is, is a huge, huge thing. Anybody else have any questions or comments? Press one on your phone if you have a question to put your hand up. If not, I will bid you adieu. Okay, give it a few more seconds, and then I'll... All right, guys. Um, I really appreciate you guys being here on the call today. I'm glad I was back after a couple of weeks. We'll probably be back again uh, next week and the week after, and uh, then Jenny and I are heading out again for Christmas, um, going to uh, Cancun for Christmas, and uh, so we'll be away. And I won't be doing my show from Cancun. It's way too expensive. So, <laughs> um, But in the meantime, we'll try and get some good content to you um, over, the, over the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, and just to let you guys know, and those who may listen to this call, 
Um, we got a lot of orders coming in for ACG packages, and our third-party vendors have been a little hung up with the postage and getting their, all of our products we need, especially the ACG, from into the country to the vendors. So there has been some delays in our shipping. So we've been running about 14 days. We do apologize ahead of time. So if you guys are in a time constraint and you're trying to get this protocol done before the end of the year or done before Christmas, I want you to know ahead of time that, that um, it, you know, we're running 14 days. So I don't want to, you know, I want everybody to know. I want to be frustrated. So, but if you're planning for the beginning of the year, everybody should be straight. We should, everything, we should be in time to get everything out as quickly as possible. But just want to give that side note that uh, we appreciate you guys sharing the love and people are, are doing this protocol and we're doing our best to keep up with your, um, your gracious orders. But we've had some things are out beyond our control. So I just want to let you guys know that. Um, and like I said, I love you guys bunches. I appreciate you being here and being loyal uh, fans and listening to the show. And, and do me a favor, if you listen to the podcast, if you have iTunes, uh, when you go to download it, go ahead and hit share and share it on Facebook. Let people get information. Especially this, this show, I think, is really cool for people. There's a lot of good little tips there. At least I think they're good tips and may help a lot of people um, save themselves from a 10 to 20 pound gain throughout the holiday. And if you're like Ken, who are doing the protocol um, during the holiday, then I I totally commend you guys for doing that, and and uh, much success to you. And we'll see you next week. Um, take care, and we appreciate you being here. God bless. Bye bye.